0: And welcome back to another episode of The One, the only fan club dedicated exclusively to effects pedals. That's right. If you love effects pedals, you are in the right place. You are amongst friends. I'm Justin. I'm Tim. That's right. We don't have Vince today. We have Tim, which is great. We're going to get into it in just a second. (laughs) Uh, Vince is currently on his honeymoon. He's been married for a year now. He's in Maui, um, so we can't blame him for that. But we didn't want to let a week pass without bringing you effects uh, pedal fan club news. So here we go. We got Tim Mohn.
1: Moan, Moon. Tim Moan from, are you in Kansas right now? I'm in Kansas City, Missouri currently. Yes. Emporia, Kansas is where you live? Right, right. Okay. Empor- yep.
0: Yep. So if you don't know, uh, I'm going to set the show up for you right now. Uh, Tim and I met on a job unrelated to guitar effects pedals. Earlier this spring, we realized we both love music and guitar effects pedals. It turns out Tim is actually a drummer who has recently discovered guitar um, as a kind of compositional and creative outlet. But Tim, you used to play. This is, I think you might be our most well-known guest ever. (laughs) He was the drummer for the band Stick in the early 90s. Is that right?
1: Right. That's right. On uh, Arista Records, back in early—I uh, don't know—the album came out in '93. Yeah,
0: this is going to be great because you're going to fit in perfectly uh, in Vince's seat because uh, I think you love fuzz. I maybe that's maybe maybe overstepping my boundaries, but we'll get we'll get, <laughs> we'll get into it in a second. But that's right. right, Tim. Um, were you were you famous? Were you almost famous? Where do we where do we land with I, Stick?
1: I, uh, we were. I mean, you opened for Kiss, <clears> right? <throat> Yeah, we opened for Kiss once. Um we were on the we were in the uh beginning of the grunge thing, I guess. Um grunge in quotes. Uh we opened for Soundgarden early on, stuff like that, um before like on Loud Love tour. Um so we uh, we never quite made it. We were Arista was not a great label for we were their experiment we we were their we guinea pig mm-hmm. um uh although Clive Davis signed uh Patty Smith which was pretty forward thinking at the time in mid 70s um i don't think he knew what to do with with grunge and which i say grunge we that's you know we got yeah. you got to categorize it i guess yeah people need that's to kind see. of where we were um we toured with uh Uh, we, we got mixed in the, the kind of metal thing. We toured with typo, negative, um, overkill, that kind of stuff. Um, super heavy stuff. How did that go? Um, it went really well for the most part. Um, those, those fans are pretty hardcore, hardcore. Um, The reason
0: I ask is like one of the first concerts I ever went to was, Clash of the Titans, and it was Slayer, Megadeth, and Anthrax Mm -hmm. opening with Alice in Chains, which Alice in Chains was an incredible band, and in hindsight, they became like kind of a groundbreaking, a seismic shift in the world of music, but at the Mm -hmm. time, they were unknown, and they were just getting Beer bottles and beer cans thrown at them.
1: Yes, we got that several t- several okay. times. <laughs> so you were, you were you
0: were kind of in that same uh, yeah running yeah. in that you were running in that crowd.
1: Yes, we were <laughs> we were in the getting bottles thrown at us crowd. So nice. o- only yeah. certain nights, only thirty percent of the time.
0: So say. I still, I mean, I still say you're definitely one of the most famous artists, one of the most successful artists that we've had on the show because like our world tour basically entailed going over state lines once. To go to Nebraska in my band yeah my there band you go. yeah, yeah, so yeah. I played in a grunge band in high school names are called spatula, and then kind of a shoegazy band uh, in college uh, we were called Gypsy whistle, and um you know you've had way more success than we well. ever did we could only dream of the amount of success you had, and so if you you can find your album right if you go I don't know how many yeah. stick put out
1: um the, uh, I'm on there's they they booted me out. So um, I'm on the first album, which is called Heavy Bag, which is on iTunes and yep.
0: Spotify. Listen today um, on my ride in preparation for this call. Yes, the whole album.
1: Um, and then uh, uh, yeah, uh, um, once I left that, I went to a band called Grither that was located in Kansas City um, on MCA Records, and we put out an album there, an EP and an album. Yeah. Okay. So
0: um, that's also I'm with. This is a this is not a video podcast, just an audio podcast, but I did right. comment on your glasses, man. You look like a rock star. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you look way cooler than I do. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> you're in, you're in your loft in Kansas not City. True, no. You got some great glasses. Um, you have a better beard. I, I do you have, have a, a I, I mean, I will say I have a good, a good beard. beard. You got, got a good beard. I got a good beard. Feels yeah. like it's good beard. Um yeah. Yeah. all right, so let's get into it here. We know Yeah, yeah. Um, you have a new kind of project that you're working on. I think music's still very important to you, although you it do is. a lot of other things. Um, you've sent me some of the music that you're working on, which I love. Um, I'm looking forward to more. but you, you know we were doing this thing where um, Tim would text me and it'd be like a photo of a pedal, like, I got this pedal. What do you think about this pedal? So my thought was, let's go live and go through what I would consider a pedal board consultation. And so, what we're going to do is walk Tim through uh, questions about what kind of, what what are the ultimate goals for the new project, how big the board needs to be, um, where his tonal home is, things like that. We're going to get all those questions answered, and then I'm going to do my best to make some recommendations upon, you know, that information as to what maybe. Um, I don't know if Tim, I don't know if your wife's going to like this, but let's <laughs> let's fill that shopping cart up.
1: <laughs> let's build that board out. Well, um, I, I mean, I can blame you, right? Yeah, so, you
0: I'll take yeah. all the I'll, i yeah the, the, the yeah. fan club takes all the blame for all pedal purchases. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, that's great. You just point it yeah. towards the Fex Pedal fan club and just be right. like, yeah, those yeah, it's, it's basically a cult. Yeah. It's basically a cult. You, so <laughs> <laughs> So maybe let's just first start describing what your new band is and what kind of sounds. If, you know, I, don't, I hate to be super reductionist, and I hate to do those types of things, but you know, maybe if you want to liken it to something or maybe just talk about the space you want to occupy and what's going on, and then we'll start there.
1: Sure. Um, I understand as humans we have to l- label things. Um, we, uh, the band is called Thick and the Foolish. Um, we're a f- four-piece. It's uh, me on baritone guitar... Matt on, he plays a a Yamaha CP-70 piano, um, Verlin on drums, and Gavin on bass. And we've got a monster rhythm section. It's incredible. Um, We, I don't know, influences, um, I'm going to go with Afghan Wigs, Nick Cave, Mm. um, Tom Waits. In, In that kind of dark, sad um place some somewhere in there. Um, I love that
0: I mean I love that place. A yeah, lot of a great music comes from that place. Right.
1: I agree. Um I'm singing and playing guitar, which um is new is completely new to me. I sang sorry, I'm my allergies are getting me. I sang in a uh, punk band for several years, the People's Punk Band. Um I love that name, by
0: the way. That's
1: a great name. Also on Spotify. Um, And, well, I I guess it was more yelling than singing. Um, This one I'm trying to sing more. So I have a tendency to put myself in a a position that I'm very uncomfortable with and then trying to make it work. And that's where I'm at right now. And um, so I'm slowly working my way into into this so why i chose baritone well i started out on tenor guitar and that was just too awkward so um uh so So, moved to baritone um and that's where i'm at right now
0: yeah so vince would probably be a great i wish he was here because he's definitely moving towards baritone guitar and i don't know if that's a unique thing for drummers but it's a it's a little bit longer scale length a little lower registers just for the fan club listeners that might not know what a baritone is and if i remember right you had a baritone squire was that kind of the guitar yes. you had when i yes. first met okay yeah
1: telecaster yep
0: <clears throat> um yep. black i think it was black is that right black black, black. yep cool, cool. Yep. so it's mm-hmm. interesting so what i'm hearing is you have a four-piece band you have the addition of keys in there right yes yes a lot of times with a band that you're describing, if you didn't have keys, I would be like, oh, we need to go heavy reverb so you can kind of cover the pads and the scope and the sonic width of it. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like your key player might be taking that 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 job.
1: Yeah, and he, he's, he's uh, I would say, fairly prominent in the band, which is great. Okay. And my, my position, I feel like my uh, gu- guitar playing is more to be... Um, felt than heard. If that makes sense. Sure, sure. I'm not. I don't solo. I'm cording. I'm uh, arpeggios, uh, stuff like that. Um, so that's where okay. I'm at.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, in my band Gypsy Whistle, I played a similar role. Um, mm-hmm. our guitarist. I mean, he kind of cut a wide swath through the band. A lot of rhythm guitar, a lot of chops, full chords. So, I mean, I would just do volume swells every now and then, just to yeah. kind of yep. you know accent, mm-hmm. accentuate and then arpeggiate sure. through some chords and stuff. Right. Cool, cool. Um, that's good to know. You also have to sing at the same right. time, right? Right. So that's going is... to that's going to influence a little bit of the uh, pedal configuration that I'm going to suggest. Right. Um, yes. Where where would you say your tonal home is? Like, if you had to point to. Um, you know an artist are you you know heavy heavily mid-forward mid-scooped a, a wide guitar sound big sonic footprint a small sonic footprint where do we
1: want to land here um you know I, that's a great question and that's maybe something that we can solve today because <laughs> that's the goal i mean Tim. yeah uh, <laughs> i the, of the guitar players i like like uh, soul savers i don't know if you've listened to them okay. um Kind of, kind of, a. it's, it's mostly clean with a little, little dirt, um, some reverb. Uh, yeah. And something I, I, I play in the bridge pickup almost exclusively. So, um, the, the, the neck pickups a little too, uh, I don't know, muddy maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So a little bright, brighter, but not too too forward. Yeah. Okay. So and
0: again, we're. Um, what I heard is you uh, some clarity. You want some clarity, but maybe a little mm-hmm. bit of kind of hair on the note is what we're thinking. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> um, and then, do you have any favorite pedals? Actually, before we get to like favorite pedals, right now, do you have <clears throat> any other needs? Um, in terms of, um, uh, modulation time-based stuff, delays, arpeggiators, tremolo, that kind of thing? Is that something that's in your world?
1: Um, I I don't have a chorus. I would like to have a chorus. I'm a child of the 80s. I like the chorus sound on occasion. Um, I do have a tremolo, but I'm borrowing it from Matt, our piano player. Um, So I'd like to um, find something that's permanently on my board. Uh, that's not borrowed, um, and yeah, so that's I like that. That's kind of where I'm at. I've got a good reverb, good overdrive, uh, good delay.
0: It's it's. I, uh, I mean, think. it's always fun to recommend other ones. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's, I, mean, that's, I mean, I mean that, what just, I have
1: right now it works, but yep. I'm I'm open to yeah, lots of and then lots of uh, I, other ideas because.
0: Okay, well, so when I so there's two things I want to point out or mm-hmm. uh, not point out, but kind of some parameters I want to work with in. Um, when I've actually three things. when I first met you, like your pedal ordering was super interesting. So we'll go over that in just a second. your current pedal okay. ordering. Okay. Number two is the size constraints of the board is is interesting, and I think that's something that we want to, um, address so that we have some boundaries to work within as opposed to let's just, you know, 15 drives or whatever. Although I do want to point, I, I kind of want to work in a world where money is no object. Is that okay. fair? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Great. I want to be in that world too. I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> um, all right. So Christy's going to be real excited yeah. uh, about this. One. She is. She okay. Is. So let's first talk about your current board setup. And I thought it was a really unique ordering. And so go ahead and just walk okay. you, walk us through your current board.
1: Okay, well, I may have changed it a little since since I've talked to you, but okay. um, so starting with my um, wazacraft the boss wazacraft chromatic tuner um, into I um, have a petty John um, iron yep uh, mark II
0: that really stood out to me because not a lot of people that I know have petty Johns on their board and to see one in the wild was great. I love yeah. those guys, yep,
1: yeah. Um, into my Strymon Deco. Yep. Um, which is going into my Electroharmonics Pog. Mm hmm. Um, into my uh, Cusack Resound.
0: Okay. That's the new one you text me.
1: Yes. Yep. Um, then uh, the Red Mountain um, Tremolo, which is uh, Swindler. Mm-hmm. Effects um into my walrus audio ARP eighty seven. That's the is that a reverb? That's a uh a uh, or delay. A delay. delay. Yeah. Okay,
0: cool, cool. <clears throat> I mean we can stay that's a absolutely great board as it stands. Mm-hmm. Um there's a couple things though that I think um we can enhance maybe and make maybe sure. makes things so the one thing I'd say is as a singer, I don't ever sing it. I've I've sung in bands, but I don't normally do it is if you're switching between a lot of pedals and tones, Mm -hmm. it's, it's easier to put them in some sort of looper. So you kind of just hit one switch and you're not having a tap dance everywhere. Right. Um, there's a couple different ways to approach that in the way I, there's a economical way to do it and a not so economical way to do it. Um, where are we in the, do you have, uh, do you use a lot of pedals, I guess, together at once? Like, you know, like one tone might be, I have a delay and an overdrive and a phaser. And then immediately I need to go to, you know, just delay or just overdrive or something.
1: I don't, I generally stick with, um, I'll start at the, at the beginning of the song, I'm, uh, I'll start with a certain sound and I might add one thing in later, but I don't generally do a, a bunch of stuff on a song. Be, uh, a lot of times it's because I'm uh, singing as well. So it's hard to sing and, and kind of move between a bunch of pedals at, at once. So.
0: Yep. Yep. Um, but if we could solve that problem, would we be doing that?
1: Probably
0: <laughs> okay. Well, then that's that's easy. We're gonna get you a um uh the the Gig Rig G3, um, the MIDI loop switcher. Uh, oh. it's probably the best MIDI loop switcher out there. It's uh, 12 loops in stereo um, that allows you to not only um, at the touch of a button turn on any of those loops but order them and do parallel or series signal chains. So with one button, you can change your entire pedal board configuration. Oh, wow. Okay. So, wow. <laughs> yeah, again, Christy, Okay. All Christy's right. not going to be, <laughs> she's going to be, she might question this because it doesn't make noise, but it control, it's like the brains of your gu- guitar, uh, okay. of your tone, right? So okay. we can look at that. They make a one called the Atom, which is only six loops, but obviously you want room for growth. So the G three, the full one, which is 12 loops is probably where we want to land. Okay. Um, I don't have one, uh, so I, I used to have a G two. I sold it, okay. and now I have a a small looper, which is basically a six looper, uh, made by the same company. Great, great people. Um, but instead of being able to control all your loops, it just has like a flip flop mode. So if I turn one loop on and I hit another button, that one loop turns off, and then all my other loop turns on. So it's a little okay. more streamlined. Okay. You know, it's an All option, right. <clears> but I would, I would encourage you to look at some sort of MIDI system, uh, the, that, and that's the, the best one. And that's the best one out there. So okay. again, money's no object. And let's look at that one.
1: Okay. Now keep, keep in mind, I am technologically challenged.
0: Again, we'll have you on the call. We'll have you on a later call once you. Get to <laughs> <We'll>, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that actually, that really does present a little bit of a problem because it, <laughs> it does take a little bit to, uh, you know, really get to its full potential. But they have a great right. support support at gig,
1: the gig. Rate. Yeah. they'll get you hooked up. Okay. Um, <laughs> but let's now let's just talk about. Let's I, just, I, I like what? the idea though. I like the idea. Okay. Yeah.
0: So at the end of this, at the end of this consultation, go ahead and check out the Gig Rig and look at the G three specifically. It's okay. A, it's incredible. Okay. Um, and you're probably going to be, after you get a power supply and everything, you're going to be in maybe, I'm guessing fourteen to fifteen hundred dollars is kind of where we're at just for the brains of the, the of the uh, unit. Gotcha. Okay. Money well spent though. Yeah. I mean it's 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 a tour caliber solution. I mean okay. most most. Most pro people are are using the gig rig, right? Right. So, okay. And you said your Tremlo is currently on loan. Is that right? Yes. And yes. we're looking for a new trem.
1: Yes, I would love to have my own trem. I've been kind of looking at the, I think the, the JHS, um. Or the, I don't know. There, uh, there's a a few of them out there. So, uh, but I don't. Yeah that that's why I'm looking to you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So do you, do you need anything specific with your trim? Uh, do you need it to uh, expression pedal input? Do you need it to be able to ramp speeds, anything like that?
1: I, I would love, um, a ramp. Yes.
0: A uh, uh, single button ramp or do you want to control it with an expression pedal?
1: Um, probably just a single button ramp.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's, I think that, um, so like you want kind of like a dual speed, you could have a slower one yeah. and a faster yeah. one. Right. Um, I'm going to suggest for that specifically, there's a couple out there. Um, the Walrus audio, I know you've been looking at Walrus mm-hmm. audio, the monument trim okay. that they make is great. Cause then it gives you multiple waveforms. Um, I think it has expression pedal. I'm not sure about the ramping specific stuff, but the, the newest one that came out, um, from jam pedals in Greece, um, look at the new harmonious monk Mark II. It's uh, a, a basically a product that was developed and imagined by the folks, uh, Mick and Dan over at the pedal show, uh, worked with the folks at Jam to make this harmonic trem and also an amplitude trem. So you have both modes in there, harmonic tremolo and amplitude or volume trem. Okay. It has uh, a two-speed a two setting. It also has tap tempo. So if you do feel like your drummer okay. can actually Good. play in time, mm-hmm. that's a great a yeah. great. If he's good, if you said he yeah, has a he's powerful good. ridge yeah. section. Yep. Yeah. Also, it's fun, though, with tram to be off time because it just creates like a little more spacey warble thing. Right. Yeah, sure. So I think that would be an interesting one. It's a small footprint. So you have some okay. pedal board real estate. Oh, we never
1: did dress. How big a board are we looking at here? I have the pedal train, the, is it called the Classic One, maybe? Um, um, it's a so two, two rows, basically.
0: Well, the, well obviously with the addition of the gig
1: rig g3 we're gonna be looking at the new board so how, how big do we want it to be well, well if we're if we're going that route man oh, um, I don't know I was honestly um, before your gig rig three suggestion just got me curious um, I was looking at possibly um, I, I, the dual layer thing throws me off, especially when I'm singing. So I I was thinking mm. of getting a longer single.
0: Okay. Oh, I so see what that, you mean.
1: So, so I have one layer of pedals all the way across rather than... John Fashanti yeah. style. I think yeah. his, his yeah. is just yeah. like a... a <clears throat> yeah, a one long... yeah 30-yard
0: 30, 30 long pedal board. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> it's just all, right? Um, yeah. Okay. But I think with the G3, but, you know, you're going to have 14 buttons. All of them are... You know whatever so that's, right right yeah,
1: so yeah. that that change that could change things yeah. that
0: could change things but anyways yeah. are we are we touring with this do we have roadies what do we what do we got here
1: Tim? <laughs> we have me we okay. have me
0: so we yes. do have to have some practical kind of utilitarian kind of decisions that we need yes. to make yeah something that i've been really hit to and i haven't done it myself is um you're familiar with pelican cases because if you don't uh-huh. know tim's also a photographer there's a Pelican Air sixteen fifteen. It's a fairly large Pelican, but it's their Air series, so it's a little lighter. Yeah. Right. There's a company called Vertex Effects, and they actually make boards. They make effects pedals. He also does pedal wiring. Mason from Vertex Effects does pedal wiring or pedal board custom wiring. So he has a lot of solutions, but he mm-hmm. actually makes boards that fit in specific Pelican cases. Oh. And so, I think the. <clears throat> You know, the Pelican Air 1615 is a light, robust solution. It's got wheels. You can pull it. So if you could maybe get a vertex board that fits inside that one, that's going to get you G3 size. For the G3, it's going to get you a couple expression pedals. I mean, it's a great, great solution. So something we could consider looking at after that, which opens up a lot of options for us when it comes to pedals because we can fit a lot of pedals on it. Right. Um. Okay. So, I mean, we'll put this in the show notes so everybody sees what we're referring to right but i would think maybe the 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 harmonious monk mark ii would be a good starting point for your trim. okay yep i think it's a a great great trem and you're going to have fun experimenting in your songs between the
1: harmonic trim versus amplitude trim. you're going to find some stuff in there and it will take it will take a an expression pedal
0: i'm actually I should double check that. I know you can do tap tempo on it. I don't know if it has an expression pedal okay. insert. Because um, I have
1: considered um, considered that for the future, like something where I could add an expression pedal once I get more comfortable, you know, or depending yep. on the song.
0: Yeah, actually looking right now online, if it does have... So I don't know if it does. It just has the ability to ramp between the two preset speeds. So if we're looking for expression pedal, one thing that I recommend a lot uh, to people, and this also might fall into your chorus world, is it's gonna be a little pricey, um, but Diamond pedals. Um, They're out of Canada. They're a storied, they're really a very storied and celebrated pedal building brand that were early 2000s up until fairly recently when they shuttered their doors. All the prices on their original pedals, like went through the roof uh they're the makers of the diamond memory lane um the j drive the fireburst a bunch of great drive pedals uh compressors eqs but they also made a the series of modulation pedals a phaser they made a a chorus and a trim and then they also made a couple variations of that Uh, also a vibe pedal in there too but it's the same platform um if you look up Um, the diamond chorus or the diamond I think it's called the halo I have it on my board or I used to have it on board now I have the diamond vibe on my board but they're all kind of a four knob modulation single um button on and off but they all have an expression pedal input some of them actually have two um expression pedal inputs one for like the vibe pedal has one for depth and one for speed. So you can actually control both parameters to expression pedals. So I might consider if you really need expression pedal input for your trim, the, again, the Walrus monument has that. And then also the diamond, trim pedal. Uh, okay. Yep. It's um I'm, I'm looking at it right now. So worth, what what's worth it called? A look diamond.
1: And the what's the and, name of the pedal itself? Uh, just tremolo. Just tremolo. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. Yep.
0: And then okay. um, the other one, Walrus Audio Monument, is the other one. I believe that's what it is. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that one is a two-button, and it also has a um a TRS input for tap or expression. So. Okay. And then it has wave shapes. It's a great pedal. Uh, the, sure. There's the Monument V1 and V2. The V2, V1's 2 V1 a larger box. Well, either way, you can't go wrong. The circuit's the same. Okay. Um, and then we're looking for kind of an always-on drive pedal. Is that... Do you like... I mean, do you play very dynamic where you're kind of... Picking quietly and want a clean kind of separation tone, and then if you're digging in harder, you get a little overdrive. How do you want to handle that?
1: So, so how I've been handling it now, I've been on the saturation side of my deco. Okay. Um, so I kind of that's kind of almost always on, um, just for a little grit, and then and then when I need more, I go to the Petty John.
0: Okay, it's but the deco is a delay pedal, right?
1: The deco is it's, so it's says sa- <clears> tape <throat> tape saturation saturation, and-, and then it's got the the other side of it. <clears throat> okay. Me. Um, so it gives me on the saturation side, it just gives me a little, a little bit of grit.
0: Okay, cool. Um, I mean, if it's something that you want to like you and you said you do leave it always on.
1: Mostly, it depends on if I'm um if it, it just depends sometimes i want just super clean and uh, usually if i'm by myself um if i'm you know doing an intro or something i'll go super clean and then once the band comes in i'll, I'll hit that a little bit so
0: so for, let's just let's let's break that down into two things. The okay. super clean, the way I've been handling it. I live in that same world, and Vince very much does as well. Where if we're clean, we are clean. High yes. headroom amp, yep. uh, delay, reverb, chorus, kind of that kind of thing going on, and then mm-hmm. just a very, you know, as much headroom as we can in our pedal. And so something that we've both discovered independently is compression, like a nice yeah. compressor and pre in a preamp in my case. Mm-hmm. So Vince is on a compressor journey right now, but for me, I actually run my, I have a Paul as my number one, and I okay. run the, for the clean, I built everything in the clean sound around the neck pickup. Um, of my Les Paul, which is crazy because that's usually the muddiest thing. And mine, I will say, mine is very out of balance. I have a very dark neck pickup and a very bright bridge pickup. But okay. I built my clean around the neck pickup, and I don't. I encourage people to do that. Is like if they have a, a pickup they like the sound of and they want to make it a very specific tone, go ahead and just you know that way you know if you're in the neck pickup, you're in this one preset, and that's your that's your tone. Yeah. And so mine is I use a, it's um, by Custom Audio Effects, and it's called the Ethos Clean. And that's the preamp that gives me the EQ that I want for the clean tone. So it brightens it up, gives it some presence, um, has a full EQ in there. So I turn down the bass and really make a nice shimmery tone. And then I also run it into the Cali 76. It's made by Origin Effects, the Cali 76 Stacked Edition. So it's basically two compressors in series. So you still you can kind of set it up it's like in the idea of uh, you know parallel compression in the studio which you've recorded in the studio I never have so I have no idea
1: what, what that is um, sure. but
0: it's a it's a great way to achieve a clean sound because you still you want to retain your pick dynamic and the transience of your pick attack but then have like a nice long you know sustainy kind of tail on the on the note so that's how we're using compression and so you know that's something to explore maybe i don't know yeah
1: no no, that absolutely that's been on my list to to explore because i've in researching other guitar players with super clean sound i keep seeing that and but i wasn't sure what way to go and how i would um incorporate it
0: yeah uh the i think the let's see there's the there's there's some compression like the kind of chicken picking kind of country compression really squashes your your thing right and you don't want that i don't no, think uh-uh. no you you want to find a compressor with a blend knob in it and the reason the blend knob's important it allows your clean signal on like it's basically like a mix knob of how much of your clean guitar goes through so you keep the front of your note and then just add the kind of uh, leveling and the sustain at the end of it so yeah um there's a lot of them out there uh the Cali the Origin Effects Cali seventy six is great. It's obviously very expensive. Um, the um, I think the JHS makes a one series compressor that I've heard a lot of great things from, and the okay. one series is very reasonably priced. Uh, the Barber Tone Press that's something Vince is trying out right now, and it has a presence control internally, so it can keep it keep you pretty bright. You can turn up the presence. It also has a blend knob, and it's it was a pretty groundbreaking pedal when it first came out. I think I was just
1: looking at that today. Actually. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: You can't go so. wrong with Barber Effects. Um, David Barber's legend, and uh, yeah. it's a great, great, great pedal. Not premiumly priced. They're they're really good. Um, I'm trying to think. The Orange Squeeze by JHS. This uh, I think that's what it is. That or the Pulp and Peel. Pulp and Peel. JHS Pulp and Peel. Okay. Um, I just want to double check that it has a clean blend on it. EQ volume comp blend. Yep, and it has like a, a rat circuit in there, so you can actually add some dirt to it if you wanted to. I've never done that though. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing. And so like in my case on my looper that I have, I have one loop just set up for clean, and so that's just those two pedals in that loop. And then I okay. have a, another loop set up for drive. And that flip flop effect I was telling you about is when I hit my drive one it automatically turns off my clean one and when i want to hit my clean one it automatically turns off my drive one so i can just easily flip-flop between a clean and overdrive sound almost like a channel switching amp
1: gotcha gotcha okay oh that's
0: something Makes we sense. haven't talked about is what are what amp are you playing with and what do i have you a, intend to play with
1: i have a basement 50 oh so um, super
0: headroom like clean like yeah okay yep
1: through two two twelve cabinet yeah. Is it
0: a reissue basement or an original basement?
1: It's an original basement but the cabinet is a reissue.
0: Do you know what year that basement is?
1: I don't. I need to research that. Yeah. But I, I mean I th- um, I think it's seven. Is it the silver
0: panel or the black panel? Silver. Okay, so you're like post CBS kind of like yeah. uh, late 60s early 70s kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And is so, it just yeah. the two channel, the two EQs mm-hmm. and the Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. That is an ultimate pedal platform. So you're just yeah. getting as much clean headroom yeah. as you want and character right. from the amp and then just filling it with pedals. Okay. And, that,
1: and that's what I wanted. I wanted the cleanest sound I could get, a telly into a basement, super clean, and then go from there.
0: Cool. And, well, you've succeeded so, with that amp. Yeah. Is there a <laughs> reverb on that amp or no? Uh, I,
1: it, normally, normally,
0: most basements uh, didn't it, have. It's just, I don't it's just think volume. so. Yep.
1: I, yeah, I don't think so.
0: Um, cool. There's just like, I think a bright switch on those. I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think there's a bright switch. Yeah.
0: Cool. Cool. Um, awesome. One thing that'd be fun with that amp is to run your, uh, amp in parallel. So plug into both inputs and put all your delays through one input and your non delays through the other input. And then you can use the volume on your one to control how much the wet mix is. Yeah. Yeah. I hadn't um, thought about that. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of a it's a cheap way to do dual parallel versus having sure. two amps, but it's an option to try it. Um, okay. So the other thing we need to talk so it doesn't have reverb. And
1: what's your current reverb that you're using? Um, the current reverb is the the Cuzak Resound.
0: Oh, that's a reverb. I thought that was a vibe pedal.
1: No, it's reverb, um, and it has it has the center button that will. Uh, uh, I don't know. Extend, I guess. Extend oh, okay. your reverb. Yeah.
0: So. Oh. Okay. Cool. I I I haven't tried that. Um, what do you think of it?
1: I. It's currently my favorite pedal. Yeah.
0: Oh. So we don't even really need to touch that one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's it's amazing. I, I. It's really good reverb, and I love being able to hit that center button, um, especially if I'm just. Um, I do a lot of, you know single chord stuff through an entire part and it kind of, it just uh, makes it bigger. You know what I mean? It just, yeah. Does it just it it like,
0: that. like, like give a it, length in the tail of the uh-huh. reverb or something? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cause I'm looking at it right now. You have, you can set up two reverbs, right?
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So and left that's left what i like right. to, yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to, um, set up two two different reverbs and then have the one in the middle to extend.
0: Yep, cool, cool. So you could go from like a spring to a hall or a... um, Yeah, and I'm
1: I'm still exploring it. There's so much, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, I haven't... The go-to reverbs for us is Vince has a GFI Systems Specular Tempest, I think, which is... It's a great reverb pedal. Um, He loves it. Um, I use the... Source Audio Collider. If you're looking for just a great delay and reverb, that's our go-to because it's two incredible pedals in one. Um, so you can run them in parallel and series. Again, a lot of parameters. It it hooks up to your computer to edit it. So maybe not something that you would be stoked on. That's why I'm kind of looking at this Kusak. Is a is a win for you because it's all the controls are there and you just yeah. set your preset, lock yeah. it in, and you're good. Right. Um, yep. And I like the extend too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think we'll just kind of leave it's, that one as is. Oh, we didn't get your drive section because you, you're using the deco right now.
1: Yeah, so I have the deco and the Petty John as as over overdrive mm-hmm. overdrive Petty Petty John, and then I have the saturation for the on the Strymon deco. Okay, um, so your
0: Strymon deco is kind of always on, except for your super super clean stuff, and then if you need to stack. Are you stacking the deco with the Petty John?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: So okay, Um, the Petty John Iron has a really their EQs are amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, And and
1: I'm not saying that that's a great way to go. Yeah, (laughs) it may not. um, It's tonally. I just kind of discovered it when I was um, playing, and I liked the sound of it. But um, yeah. Okay. I'm open to suggestions, for sure.
0: Yeah, um, some of the kind of like the, the I hate to use the word transparent, but kind of I'm going to use it anyways. Those kind of transparent, just kind of edge of breakup pedals mm-hmm. that 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 a lot of people use. We I use um, I like the way huge red llama. We think that's a really great um, dynamic pedal that cr- cleans up well with um, your 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 pick attack and your dynamics and your volume. Uh, another one is the Greer light speed. Uh, okay. that's a really, uh, great pedal, uh, for that kind of always on, uh, you know, go to for us. And I think you would love it is the JHS morning glory. It's okay. And the, the reason I like the JHS morning glory so much is two reasons. One, just it's native low gain circuit is, I mean, Josh uses hit is, uses it as an always on and hopefully you get to talk to him here in a couple weeks because uh, right. he'll he'll definitely tell you he has a lot more information than yeah. <laughs> I do. but um but then it also has a, a trs input for for um uh, to switch it between the high and low gain modes so you can use it as a uh, low gain always on and then hit the red remote or some sort of other kind of trs pedal to switch it into a higher gain mode so you get two really great circuits out of a single pedal
1: and very pedal board friendly size. See, that sounds interesting to me. So would I replace my deco? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you would replace
0: the half of the deco. Cause the other, what's yeah. the other half of the deco? It's,
1: it's like a, uh, uh warble type. type yeah. deal. It's kind of a, yeah. Do you, do you use that much or no? I, I haven't yet. haven't yet. Um, I don't know. Cause if,
0: I don't, I don't have a ton of experience with the deco. I think the tape side, this other one is just basically like a preamp in a sense, like a tape emulating preamp. Is that yeah, kind of what it does?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, just kind of a... Yeah, I mean, it's, it just says saturation, like a tape saturation. Yeah, okay. Like,
0: Yeah, that would probably... The Morning Glory would replace that. And then, um, you know, Vince and I, a lot of people think about our gain and in stages where we go from um you know the the least amount of gain kind of to the you know more amount of gain so we're instead of like relying on a single pedal for a lot of gain we stack a bunch of lighter gains to get that sound gotcha so um one way to look at it would be maybe to use the morning glory as you're always on um kind of just kind of hair around your note, little compression, little limiting kind of thing. And then the one thing I'd say that your pedal board's missing is a real shaper, something Mm -hmm. that would like, you know, allow your game stages to either like punch through the mix is if you're, if you're kind of working on some melodic things, um, to get that mid focus. So it's not as, as, uh, your sonic footprints, not quite as big and it's more better for the mix, I guess is Mm -hmm. what you'd say. Sure. Um, i use a klon type circuit for that i use specifically the Mythos wildwood milner um, or you could use an eq pedal um Vince uses a tube screamer anything that's going to take you know what i would consider your all your frequencies and instead shape them into a specific kind of targeted zone
1: okay. um, <clears throat> i had thought about an Eq pedal
0: yeah ge7 is like if i was going to get a ge7 which i I really want to get, I would look at analog man as a mod on the GE seven. Okay. Um, not just a straight boss GE seven, but I think that'd be a a great tool to have on your board specifically for, you know, if you need to target a certain frequency that fits better in your mix. I think that's a great, great shout. Um, I'm trying to think of other shapers. Petty John makes a parametric EQ pedal. Um, you know, that's a, another great option. Um, anything that kind of either would like shave off a little bit of high end and low end and give you a little mid bump is a good, as a good tool for that. So,
1: mm-hmm. okay. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. And you can use that with fuzz. You can use that with drive. You can use that kind of however you want, but it's always a good utility to have mm-hmm. on your board for sure. But something that's going to stack well with the morning glory. Hmm. I mean, anything's going to stack well with it. Are you looking, when you, when you stack something with your kind of always on tone, are you looking for more saturation or are you looking for a volume boost?
1: Um, no, usually more saturation, more More saturation, a little more gain kind of thing. Mm
0: -hmm. A couple things you could do there is just hit your morning glory or whatever it is harder with a boost. So that way the morning glory is going to limit the volume, but it's just going to get a lot more gain to it. Mm-hmm. So you could try, you know, hitting it with a fuzz, a tube screamer, a clean boost, treble boost, anything just to hit it, hit the circuit harder. Okay. Um, JHS does make something called the double barrel, which is a morning glory and a tube screamer. It's like kind of a bluesbreaker tube screamer thing. Okay. Um, that might be worth looking at. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Something so, like that.
1: You so don't have far, th- I'm adding this up. I'm about 10 grand right now. You're about 10. No. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even started yet. Uh,
0: no. Um, no, you actually, this is a very sensible board at this point. This yeah. Isn't like, yeah. I mean, like, this is almost a board where you're like, if it was stolen or lost, you'd be like, what's the deductible? Like, you're not going too crazy. Right. The, G, the G3 is a thing, but right. outside yeah. of that, everything mm-hmm. else is like. Yeah we pretty reasonable. Christy's yeah. not... I mean, Christy's still happy. She doesn't hate me. <laughs> um, yeah, anything else that you're really looking for in there, specifically uh, on the
1: spacey side of things? On the spacey side, I have the Chase Bl- Chase Bliss Mood pedal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is super cool, but I haven't... I don't know that it's... Um, reasonable to use live for me um because i'm singing and and playing so it it it, i feel like it takes some interaction with it to to really um and i'm not gonna bend down and be turning knobs and Yeah, yeah messing with it so it's something more when i've used it to record demo songs and stuff like that but so you use
0: it as like a compositional tool. You use it as the session tool something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: So I would like something and I've, I've been looking at the Lex, the, um, the Strymon Lex for the ro It's got a, it's a rotary. Yep. Yep. Um, or the, uh, I, I want something. I don't want something too far out there. The mood kind of does that. Or they also have that, uh, What's their other one? The Chase Bliss. Uh, the, they have a lot of weird stuff. Yeah. that's Far out there. Um, and the, and Metaverse has got a lot of cool <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Big fan of Metaverse. Yeah. Um, so I would like something that I could play live with. That's where I could get wacky. You know what I mean? That's not too inter- I I could I could get a setting on it. Um, add some other effects to it that makes make it cool, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah. What are we what are we going for in this situation? Are we going for like kind of a like a wall of sound? Are we going for like something that you could loop very easily and build loops with? What are we looking for? Yeah, prob-
1: probably probably loop loop type type thing. Okay, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um I think the is it red pan the particle, red particle, red panda? I've heard a lot of the tensor particle two. Granular delay, I've heard good things about that. I okay. don't know too much about it, um, but I think that would be worth looking at um, okay. by Red Panda, the particle. Um, trying to think, EHX obviously has a lot of those types of things where you can build loops. Um, Vince is kind of deep into that territory right now with EHX, I think the 720 is, is one of the ones he's looking at. Okay. Um, ditto like there's some very simple loopers some more complex loopers some ones that um uh, you know like uh take what you give it and then do different stuff Mm -hmm. um the the one that that a lot of people would point to i think for you in this situation would be the hologram effects um uh what is it called microcosm
1: okay yeah okay
0: Christy's gonna start getting mad at me. At this point. <laughs> yeah.
1: She'll get over it.
0: Yeah, it's a, uh, it's I think worth worth you taking a look at. Okay. Um, yep. So the hologram effects, microcosm for sure. I think okay. is something. Just to give you that one, like I want to get weird mm-hmm. and do some spacey stuff. I think yeah. that's a great show. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Um, and then where are we in your drive world? Are we, I mean, have we started to explore fuzz? Where are you at in your fuzz journey?
1: I have a, I have the um, Royce, uh, is that how you say it? Royce, uh, the Warren Ellis muzz bomb. Hmm. That thing is nasty. Okay. How do so, we feel about it? Just... Um, I, I really like it. I, I can't, I haven't found a situation to use it live, Um. But I have used it recording. It's really, it is, it's dirty. I mean, it gets, it's, it's It's handmade
0: in the European Union from top shelf parts. Yeah. Um, I'm reading it right now. (laughs) (laughs) This is the, it's just a single knob, right? Box of massive boost.
1: Uh, No, it's a double. It's got the bomb and the mud. So it's a boost.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: And and a fuzz. And what's it? Oh, what's it called? The muzz bomb, muzz bomb, M-U-Z-Z bomb. Okay, cool, cool.
0: I got you. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, how, how do we feel about octave stuff, octave fuzzes?
1: Um, I don't know how we feel about that. I have the pog, which is not a fuzz, but it's an octave.
0: Yeah, synthy type, single yeah, Single mm-hmm. note. Yep. Yeah. You, gotcha. Um, um, one, I think one thing I'd want to just throw at you is uh, the hoof reaper
1: of Reaper. Yeah. I like that name. By Earthquaker
0: Devices? Okay. Right. Um just to just to kind of you know start painting that fuzz picture for you a little bit. Okay. Um it's got uh it's a kind of a tone bender and a big muff fuzz with an octave in there and you can use the octave independently. Um, but it's going to get it's going to cover a lot of fuzz ground for you. Uh so I think that's something just I want to see what kind of music you start to write once you get a hoof reaper on your board. Okay. That's, what I'm, <laughs> that's what I'm interested in. Um,
1: well, so far, uh, all I've used the Muzzbomb for is something. Like if I'm doing a, a little uh, you know, single note riff or something like that where, with lots of sustain. Yeah. That's what I've been using that for. So Yep, yep.
0: Foot, hoof reaper is oh. going to get you into that territory pretty yeah. quick. Uh, just okay. the kind of very legato type plane. Mm-hmm. Um do you ever use an Ebo?
1: No, I haven't. Okay. I haven't.
0: You know, that'll get you into that space as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, without needing the fuzz because it has yeah. unlimited sustain to it. Okay. Yeah. That and also cool. it's also good to have Earthquaker devices on your board represented.
1: Yeah. Makes me gives me street cred. It gives you street cred. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean Yeah. <laughs>
0: That and uh, you need to get a Death by Audio adv- uh, device on your board. Uh, oh. uh, uh, the one I would say right now is get, if you can find it, is pick up the Death by Audio Interstellar Overdrive Deluxe. Okay. It is, um, you know, their Interstellar Overdrive, her normal pedal, there's basically two of them, but then they add this mode switch in there that gives you a lot of interesting compositional ideas, even including this like arpeggiated fuzz thing, which I, I love. Oh, okay. But also they announced that they're discontinuing it and there's still oh. some ones out there floating around that are, you can get without crazy prices, okay. but you know, if you're looking to get one before they prices go crazy, um, it's a great, it's a great pedal.
1: Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, anything else that we're missing there? I'm trying to think. We've got your trim covered. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you feel really comfortable with your uh, reverb. Yes. You know, I was going to maybe suggest some other ones to you, but the, the Cusack is a great shout because of its simplicity.
1: Yeah. I, yep. I, I really like it. I mean, right now. That doesn't mean a year from now I'm not looking for something else, but right sure, now sure. I'm, I'm loving it. Um, the, uh, the only thing we didn't talk about, uh, was delay? Which I've got the Walrus audio. Um,
0: the ARP one, mm-hmm.
1: or the ARP eighty-seven. Okay. ARP. Um,
0: which, I'm looking on online right now because I'm not super familiar with that. Um, I just want to double check. And
1: what are you? How are you? What do you need delay for? Um, delay. I. Generally keep it super light, just as as a. I don't even know how to describe. Uh, just a almost super just like light.
0: more like more reverb almost.
1: R- right. Yeah. yeah. A little yeah. more
0: ambience, A little more space. Y- yes. Yes. Okay. Do yeah. You I'm, worry I'm never about... going
1: don't, don't 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 don't. I'm. I don't do that. It's just not a, the edge. Yeah. Right.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Okay. So you
0: like. I had kind of always have an always on type delay, and I'm usually around like 300 milliseconds. Uh, not a ton of feedback, and it just gives you something more space than reverb would. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you need stereo? Is that an is that a thing?
1: Mm,
0: not really. Not really. Um, there, I mean, there's a lot of great delays out there we the fan club one of its all-time favorite delays is the boss dd20 okay it's it's going to give you it's the the 20 series of boss pedals like the re20 the dd20 was in there i'm trying to think of the other ones um but that's probably one of like our all-time favorite delay pedals okay and it gives you a couple presets it gives you a few options it's boss it's super durable Mm -hmm. um the price isn't crazy crazy expensive now um and i think all the controls are pretty self-explanatory so it's going to fit in very well with your like i don't like tech it's pretty straightforward yeah so we like that one delays are always fun to think about because there's so many good delays out there yeah um do you like so vince is very anti um not anti but he doesn't like analog delay because he feels like it's too dark and it in the and you know analog delays as you hit them harder. They tend to like break up. They don't, they're when he uses delay. He just likes a really clean, uh, repetition of the note. Where do you stand on that scale?
1: I'd probably be in the same, in the same boat. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah so more of a digital delay that you could EQ certain aspects of it to either kind of warm it up or, right. or yeah. yeah, but you mm-hmm. want a very clear, um, yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: and this might be the right one. I, I, I have no problems with it right now, but I've I haven't explored delay that much.
0: So. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> delay is always so fun to <laughs> to mess with. I'm looking at like a Boss DD20 right now on reverb, 110 bucks, and it is <clears throat> such a good pedal.
1: So, you know, you know I think f- a, a friend of mine recommended that the other day too. Did he? Yeah. yeah.
0: So that's so. something to something to look at. I mean, even the. Even the one series from JHS, those are, you know, non premium prices and they're yeah. they're great delays. For what you're looking for, something super simple, the controls all on top, uh, that might be a, a great, great option for you. I mean, here's one right now. Peyton's pedals in Tennessee. It's free shipping, 125 bucks. Oh wow. Do you want me to throw this in the chat?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm gonna go ahead and send that. Um, but I think,
0: you know, I think the DD20 would be a fun, fun way for you to start experimenting more. Again, much like the Hoof Reaper, I would want to see what Tim does with more delay at his disposal. Yeah. When it comes to um, composition.
1: Okay. I agree. I want to uh, see what Tim does too.
0: I I can't wait to see what Tim does <laughs> when he gets a Hoof Reaper, Microcosm, and a DD20. Uh, <laughs> Excited for those texts, Tim. I'm excited yep, yep. for those texts. <laughs> so yeah, I I think I think that kind of covers it right now. I think um, so. I mean, you have a great board as it is, but I think you know maybe looking at the morning glory is going to give you some uh, new stuff to work with because it has two gains, kind of two different gain levels on it um, that are easily accessible through TRS. Um, what else? Your reverb set. Uh, we introduced maybe fuzz to you in a sense with the hoof reaper which i think is a great way to kind of experiment with tone bender big muff and an octave fuzz all in one pedal just to see where you land also it's a bit of a yeah you're kind of opening up pandora's box with fuzz because you can really sure. really go crazy there um yeah <clears throat> and then the the monument i think might be a good shout for your um because i know you like walrus audio might be a really mm-hmm. good shout for your trim Yeah. And then the microcosm is going to be a real fun to see what Tim does pedal. (laughs) And the G3, I mean, I thought for sure we're going to need the G3 right away. Your your pedal board hasn't gone so crazy that we need it, but I mean, the convenience of the G3 is great. Yeah,
1: It's definitely, I probably wouldn't go that route right now, but it's definitely something I'm putting on my uh, to-do list. (laughs) yeah yeah. oh yeah so everybody can dream so
0: yeah we're i know we're gonna we're kind of coming up on time but like uh do you have any questions about effects pedals in general anything that you're just like oh i wanted to get this answered specifically
1: um mostly the i'm i don't understand the science of it so the um like when i was trying to set this up i was i was googling where do i put my tuner Mm-hmm. And half the people said first and half of them said last. And I thought, well, if I put it last, how, it isn't aren't all the pedals uh, affecting it? Like if I left a pedal on, that's going to affect my tuning, right? Uh, so, yeah, I, where, I mean, where do most people put it? I would, I would assume first. Yeah, but,
0: so uh, some people, the the I guess the advantage there's a couple things you need to consider because you have the Waza Craft TU2, mm-hmm. yeah. So that has a buffer on and off switch on it. Okay. So if you like to have your signal buffered going into your board, um, changing the impedance, um, a lot of people like that because it brightens up their guitar, and they like to, you know, never, it, well, will ignore fuzz, but outside of fuzz you know, put it first, turn the buffer on. That's the benefit of putting it first is because you're going to be able to run the boss buffer, which is a great buffer. First thing in your chain, all your pedals are going to see a nice bright signal, and then you're off to the races. Um, So that's the benefit of putting it first. Putting it at the end is interesting because if you do have a bunch of pedals on, I mean, obviously like if you have a delay on or reverb or something along with tails, that's going to impact your tuning for sure. Or tremolo, I mean, or, uh, phase shifting stuff. It's your, your tuner's not going to be stoked about that. Right. Let's just say you have, you know, just your gain stages on and like all your other stuff off. It's a great way just to use it as a way to cut your signal. So your, your amp doesn't hum, you know, so it basically is a mute switch. Okay. Um, that's an option. Um, but I, I normally run mine first and I turn the buffer off. That's, Oh, Okay, yep. and I run it in its own loop too. So, oh, gotcha. My pedals okay. never see my buffer because then I have a little my little flip flop mode. I have one right. flip flop set up, so I turn my tuner on; it mutes my board.
1: Gotcha. Okay, yep. that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So, um, so <clears throat> what I was reading is pedal then um drives. Then modulation, and then into your amp. So that's kind of the kind of the way it.
0: Yeah, I, I would say. So here's here's something interesting. It's like a traditional pedal board order would be fuzz because your fuzz mm-hmm. wants to see the guitar first. It never <clears throat> wants to see a buffer or anything like that. So fuzz, um, and then your drive sections. Um, again, kind of going from uh, higher gain to lower gain as you go. And then into your modulations and then your time based stuff. So, in your case, you know, you hit your trim and maybe your chorus. Mm -hmm. That was an addition that we talked about. Yeah. And then into your delays and reverbs and things like that. Okay. That's what tradition says. And this is a funny story. One of the, if you listen to the podcast and you're a member of the club and you love effects pedals like we do, one of our unicorn pedals was the hypersleep by Electronic Audio Experiments. That was like a unicorn that we've been chasing for years, and we finally got one. Mm -hmm. And we talked to John Snyder, and it's an analog reverb. It's like one of the very few analog reverbs out there. And I had it at the end of my chain when I first got it, and he's like, bro, you need to put that before your drive pedals and drive your drive pedals with this reverb. And I did, and it sounds amazing. So that broke the tradition,
1: Okay, but being
0: able to actually take a reverb pedal and drive into your reverb or into your drive pedals with reverb, try that. That's a really, really cool sound. So, huh. okay. you know, break the rules is what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. I like breaking rules. I like- yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. And then some of the delay pedals will have effects loops in them, which is a fun thing to do that maybe you don't think about is where mm-hmm. um, you have just the tail the delay tails will have fuzz or will have phaser or will have modulation. So you could take whatever delay pedal it is. In case like mine's like an analog man, you can put an effects loop in there and just put modulation. So all the trails have tremolo or chorus or phaser. Um, oh, that's kind of a okay. fun way to yeah. experiment with delay. Okay. That's cool.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So what you're saying is my deco's going on reverb tomorrow. I'm, I'm, I'm not. Oh, also, never
0: sell a pedal. <laughs>
1: oh, uh, just... That's the other
0: thing. <laughs> no, that's, that's crazy talk. The clubhouse I, is just I, full I,
1: of unsold, it. unused pedals. I, I forgot that rule. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um. It just goes in the, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, so, I, I mean, if, if we feel good with where this board and kind of the initial ideas I do. landed. Okay, good, I good.
1: I do. Yeah. I would,
0: I'd be curious to hear about stick. What your guitar player, your bass player, like, cause you were a drummer at the time. Like what were right. they driving? What were their, do you remember <clears throat> their, what their pedal boards looked um, like or anything?
1: So the guitar player, I don't know that he used much, uh, effects. He may have had a delay reverb, something like that. Um, he, he had a Marshall stack basically. And just, I mean, just that classic, uh, Les Paul into a Marshall. Yeah. You can't yeah. That. I mean, you can't, yeah um bass player uh what did he play um he was pretty clean too just uh i don't remember what what amps he had um but just he played with his fingers so it was very percussive Mm -hmm. um and when we first started playing i had uh for some reason i had these gigantic toms like a I think I had a 14, a 16, and an 18. And so any tom work I did, he was so percussive that it, if we weren't right on, it it was bizarre. So I ended up getting a new, a different drum kit with a, I think I went 12, 14, 16 on the toms. And that helped a lot. So I could do tom work and not interfere with, with what he was doing. Not have to be live, have to be so... Um, oh gotcha yeah 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 yeah
0: um do you um it's funny when i talked to vince about this his life as a drummer he's just regrets not spending more time talking to guitar players about their pedal boards. (laughs) 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 like he's like dang it i I hung out with so many bands and i just don't know i never talked about effects pedals yeah
1: i yeah i I know know,
0: kisses pedal board you saw Soundgarden pedal board you saw all that
1: right and i have no recollection of any of that yeah
0: tim 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 <laughs> um there's some hard and fast rules of the fan club one of them being never sell a pedal i mean unless you desperately have to and then the other one is um always check out the rigs <laughs>
1: <laughs> well when you're playing with Soundgarden, and you and you're the drummer you watch matt cameron you don't you...
0: that's true that's yeah. true so. that's a good point um well, cool, Tim. If we feel good, then let's just um, – thanks for coming I feel, on. And let, I feel great. Let's this was, us up. Yeah,
1: I learned a lot. Um, there's a lot of suggestions that you gave me that I, that weren't even on my radar. So um, Well, that's you great. can
0: call or text that's anytime, great. and I will put lots of stuff on your video. I,
1: <laughs> I bet. I need to come to the clubhouse.
0: You got to come to the clubhouse. Um, whenever next time you're in Colorado, we'll get together and jam yeah, for sure. Yeah, And hopefully you get to connect with Josh out in Emporia in June. So that'll yeah. be cool. Yep,
1: I, I'll, I'll connect you guys. I assume we will. Can I yep. put in a plug for our Instagram? Thick and the Foolish on Instagram.
0: Oh yeah, we just welcome you yeah. to the club. I think um, today.
1: Yeah, Yep. yeah. Yep. So, so yeah. I have so That's... many Instagram accounts. I forget to follow people on different.
0: Yeah <laughs> right. So, <laughs> right. so Thicken the Foolish is when it like what's the what's the future of it? What's it? Look um,
1: like? Right now we're 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 so new. Um, we're just working up a set, and then. Um, we're actually going to hopefully record this summer, maybe the fall, um, start playing some live shows.
0: Are you playing at Unbound?
1: So, no. No. I'm you should be,
0: definitely. No. I know. You have to work, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Christy, Christy, Christy.
1: <laughs>
0: right on, him. Well, one, it was great seeing you, and thanks for coming on and uh, filling in. Thanks for inviting me. This is oh, a- always. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, having a drummer fill in for another drummer was fun. So thanks yeah. for doing that. <laughs> right on, uh, Tim. And uh, if you can find us at Effects Pedal Fan Club on the gram, effectspedalfanclub.com, sign up for the newsletter. All signal, no noise. And uh, if you like the podcast, like and subscribe. And I think, oh, yeah, call our hotline. If you ever need to call our hotline, Tim, please do. one six zero nine eight hundred We'll get you on the show.
1: That's impressive hotline yeah yeah Yeah, i mean every club
0: every every fan club needs a hotline (laughs) all right well that's it tim thanks again thank you and we will see you next week